Okay, from, from Studio A of the Weiss Entertainment Network, welcome to Nightly Halacha. Nightly Halacha comes to you every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night at this time. Um, anyway, well, um, we're going to take a little break from discussing Inyanei Tefillah, um, and for, for this week and next week, we'll talk about Hanukkah, and then we'll come back to uh, our discussion of, of Tefillah until we get closer to um, Purim. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to tonight to introduce Hanukkah. Uh, I wanted to make a couple of points on, on the story, uh, and then tomorrow night we'll start getting into some of the different um, halachas. Um, I also want to invite everybody on Motzei Shabbos uh, this Saturday night at eight thirty p.m. Um, it is it, uh, the coming week is my mother-in-law's yard site, so I'm going to say over a year in, in her memory at eight thirty p.m. We'll be on Zoom. On Motzei Shabbos, uh, so I want to, and I'll, I'll I'll discuss Hanukkah from a more philosophic perspective than I will tonight, um, and uh, the, some some other things about Hanukkah. So please tune in for that along this uh, network, uh, not this channel, but along this network. Um, okay. Anyway, so I, I want to read to you from the, the from the Aruch Hashulchan. The Aruch Hashulchan was written by Rabbi Chiyah Michal Epstein. He lived at the beginning of the 20th century. Um, there was a discussion about him. It's an interesting story about perhaps making him chief rabbi. It was a whole discussion uh, about him. Anyway, anyway, in, in his book, he gives a, a little introduction to Hanukkah. And this is what he writes. Rabbi This happened during the period of the second base of Megdash. This story is 1,200 years after the Torah was given. Uh, now, just to, just to give you some historical perspective um, on this, um, we know that Shlomo HaMelech built the base of Migdash 480 years after Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Now we know that because it says that in the Novi. It says a Pesach in, in Sefer Malachim where it describes, so about a little less than five centuries after Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, after the exodus from Egypt, Shlomo builds the base of Migdash. And we know that the base of Migdash stood about, about 420 years. So that takes us to close to 900 years um, from Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And then we know the story of Hanukkah was around 165 BCE, which is about, which is about uh, 230 years before the destruction of the second base of Migdash in the year 70. So we're talking about about 1,200 years from the from Yitzias Mitzrayim is the story of Hanukkah. That's for obvious reasons why Hanukkah does not appear uh, in the Torah. Although I'll, I'll share with you. Uh, uh, there are some hints in the Torah to Hanukkah as well. So that, that's the historic perspective. Um, there are some stories that pray, that's a prelude to Hanukkah. Um, the Gemara in Yuma tells the story of Alexander the Great that went, which is around this, which, which is about uh, a, a little before. It was his descendants that divided the kingdom, and that's where we got into all the problems with the Greeks. Um, the story the Gemara tells in Masechus Yuma is that when Alexander the Great came to attack and conquer Yerushalayim, so it says that Shimon HaTzadik was the Kohen Gadol, and he came out dressed in his in the garments of the Kohen Gadol, and he came out to greet Alexander the Great to try to make peace with him. Uh, when Alexander the Great saw him, he says he bowed down, and everybody was in a state of, of complete shock. What's going on? Alexander the Great is bowing down to this uh, Jew who's dressed in some some uh, odd type of clothes. Um, and the story is that Alexander the Great told the, told the story that, that every time he went to battle, he would have a dream. Uh, uh, and in his dream was, was the vision of Shimon HaTzadik. He saw the Kohen Gadol in his dream. And every time he had this dream, he was successful in battle. So 
Anyway, so they enter into a discussion, and anyway, they make a deal. Shimon Atzadi convinces him to leave Yerushalayim alone, and, and every child that will be born in the coming year will be called Alexander. That's where the name Alexander and the name Sender, Sender is an offshoot of Alexander, became a Jewish name. So as, as one of my kids pointed out today, um, correctly, but then we start naming for the, for the Zayda and the, the Alta Zayda. And so now the name becomes uh, engraved in, in the system. So that, that's the story of how the name Sender or the name Alexander became a, a, a Jewish name. You, know, you hear people, Alexander Zisha and the, the names like that. That's, how, that's where it comes from. But that was not the Hanukkah problem. Hanukkah problem came a little later. So Antiochus was, I believe, a descendant of Alexander the Great. Gazu Gezero Sal Yisrael. So the so the goal was what the story of the Greeks versus the versus Haman, which happened many years before. Haman tried to kill us all, and and the lesson of that the Goyim learned from the story of Purim is that it doesn't work. That somehow in, in the end there'll be a Yeshua. There'll be a uh, something will happen that will prevent the Jews from being from being destroyed, um, and so they learned that that doesn't work. So what they decided to do was they decided that if they attack the religion, if they could somehow destroy the religion, so somehow that will that will make that will get rid of the Jewish people because then you'll do uh, something that we call assimilation today, uh, which has taken away unfortunately a lot of Jewish people, and it's very interesting. Um, what they went after. They went after Rosh Chodesh. So, so what's Rosh Chodesh? Rosh Chodesh is the center of our existence. We're, now, the, the Mishnah tells us in Masechus Rosh Hashanah that for six months a year, they sent out messengers. What were those months? Nisan, because it was Pesach, and they sent uh, for Av, because of Tishabov. That's how we know the Mishnah was written after the base of just was destroyed. And they sent Elul, so people should know when to celebrate Rosh Hashanah. And then they sent Tishrei, so people should confirm when Yom Kippur and Sukkot is. And then, and then Kislev for Hanukkah. And then um, Adar for Purim. Those were the six months that they sent special messengers to let people know when Rosh Chodesh was. Because Rosh Chodesh was the, was the center. It's the first mitzvah given to the Jewish people, uh, the concept of time, the concept of the calendar. And the Greeks understood that if they can get us to somehow stop observing the calendar, so then it would all go away. Uh, they didn't want us to keep Shabbos. They didn't want to keep us Prismila. Again, mitzvahs that define us as Jewish people. Uh, the problem it, it was that it wasn't just the, the, the non-Jewish Greeks that were the problem. As often what happens, it, it was the Hellenized Jews who, you know, you know, and, and this is a repeating story. You have the, you know, the Pablo Christianis and the Nicholas Donins who, who, who convert to, to other religions, and then they become the, the spokesman and the face of those religions. And, and, they, and they take this hatred on Judaism, and, and, they, and they try to, to destroy it. And there was the debate with the Ramban at, uh, in Barcelona in 1263, which ended up being a disaster for the church. Um, it was the... the, 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 the um, the debate over the, the destruction of the destroying of the Talmud um, in the streets of Paris in 1242 with Rabbi Chaim Paris and others. Um, it was always Jews debating to show that that the Judaism was bad, and that was one of the biggest problems. It was the Hellenists. It wasn't so much the non-Jews that 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 caused the problems, and and they made all kinds of terrible gazeros, uh, including 
uh, our money. Um, they didn't want us to study Torah. Um, they made they made the uh, married girls miserable. They had to spend the first night uh, with the Greek general, um, and and and, all, and anyway, it became a very very difficult situation. And and Baruch Hashem, Hashem sent the Hashmonoim, and and it says that is that it says Ad Ad. Until God had mercy upon us, and saved us And we were saved by the holy Hashmonayim, the pure, that they fought against Antiochus, and it was a it was a not a normal victory. It was the, as we say in Alhanisim, the the Rabbim beyond Ma'atim. It was the many in the hands of the of the little. Um, I, I pointed out in the Novishir on, on uh, a couple of Sunday nights ago. It's not the first time in our history that the few defeated uh, the many. Uh, but Hanukkah just became the the symbol of that. We see Novi. We see it throughout throughout our history. Um, and, and and that's what and, and that's what happened. And it says so. Anyway, eventually they, they came uh, they came to the base of Migdash. Um, now, one of the things that the Greeks had done is they put idols in the base of Migdash. They put statues of Zeus and and all the the classic Greek mythology into the base of Migdash, and and it was a mess. When they came to the base of Migdash, uh, they wanted to light oil that was pure. They didn't. Now, even though there is a halacha which says that if everybody is defiled, if everybody is tame, we're allowed to perform the rituals of the base of Migdash because everybody is defiled. But but specifically, they did not want to do that. What they wanted, what they wanted to do was to, to, to start off with purity. So by a miracle is that they found the the oil that was had the seal of the Kohen Gadol, which represented that they were in a state of Tahara. That, that now that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had favored them and wants them to rebuild based on purity and, 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 and holiness. So they lit the menorah and um, it's not 100% clear exactly what was the miracle of the menorah. Uh, uh, the simple idea was, they, it w- was that it was only enough for one day and it lasted eight days. And, and, and so we had, a, we had a, a, a duality. You had the miracle of the war and you have the which which Al Hanisim emphasizes, and you have the miracle of the oil, which the Gemara and Shabbos emphasizes, and, and, and that and that brings us, and then Loshana Acheres Gemara says that in another, uh, another time they established Hanukkah uh, as as the Yantar. Um, uh, tomorrow, uh, now before I end, I just want to make one point, and then tomorrow night we'll get into some of the halachas. Um, it's a very important point. Because um, like the secular holiday uh, uh, at this time of year, Hanukkah has become very secularized. Uh, it's become about eating donuts, eating latkes, and buying gifts. Um, so, uh, which is obviously now not the purpose of the of the Chag. Now, it's nothing wrong with having that incorporated into the Chag. We eat things to, uh, made in oil to remember the miracle of the oil. And throughout our existence, we eat symbolic foods to remind ourselves of symbolic ideas, of miracles, of the Beis Hamikdash, of different things. So there's certainly nothing wrong with that. But, but if that becomes the main thing, as opposed to the real message of Hanukkah, the real message of Hanukkah was that, that the Greeks and the Hellenist Jews <laughs> tried to destroy our observance of the Torah. 
And therefore, Hanukkah, which represents light. Torah is called Oraisa. Torah is the light that lights our path. And 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 you know, you know, it's the great story that's a Hasidish thought. When it comes to darkness, and Hanukkah began as a dark period and ended with a light, you don't need a lot of light. One little light can light up a tremendous amount of darkness. And the Maharal says that, that Hanukkah comes at the time of year when the light starts to increase. At the end of December, the light starts to increase, and that's always around the time of year when Hanukkah comes. There's a new light that comes to the world. That is the message of Hanukkah, the message of, of, of Jewish observance, which is symbolic of light. We light the way. The Torah is our orisa. All the other things come in cooperation with that idea. Um, and, and, and that's why specifically the Hashmanayim needed pure oil. Like even though according to halacha they could have lit the menorah with with uh, oil that was defiled because that's the rule that when everyone is, is is in a state of tuma then it's allowed but no the message of Hanukkah was to rebuild uh, based on purity and on holiness and specifically the miracle happened through oil that was pure and that was holy and that was the the new light that they had lit um, after a period of darkness where the Greeks terribly persecuted and were out to destroy our religion so that that's really the message of Hanukkah um, I'm going to talk more about this idea on Motzei Shabbos um, and tomorrow night we'll get into a uh, halachic discussion uh, so we'll stop here for tonight and Mr. Sham well we'll come back at you tomorrow night at at this same time